Hi there, and welcome to the Ease Lifestyle Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and I will be joined by Dr. Mark and Adrian to talk about new healthy topics every week because at Ease Lifestyle Renovation, we are building better bodies one healthy step at a time. And now, let's get on with our broadcast. How are we doing today? We're doing good. Today yes. is a good day. We're doing it um, pretty well, I would assume. We are at our, at our home with our six children, so yes. it's very quiet. Yes. So right now it's quiet. quiet. Uh, it may not stay this way very long. We'll have to wait and see. Um, <laughs> you know, could, could if there's any hours. screaming and they life. walk away, I'll just swing it. Exactly. Um, so it's the end of the day. We've all worked all day, so we're tired, mm -hmm. just like you are. So when you're viewing this, keep that in mind. <laughs> Don't be judgmental. Exactly. So what do you guys want to talk about today? Um, I've heard a lot about gut health. Yes. And I've personally done some research because... Mm -hmm. They say that's, you know, the beginnings of your um, immune system. Mm -hmm. And so I've been having a little trouble with that recently. Um, so what do you know about gut health? It's very important. Uh, a lot of things affect it. Um, what you eat, um, how much you exercise, how much you sleep, how much water, how much alcohol, whether or not you get sick and take antibiotics, all those things play a factor. Um, what if we do this? What if we talk about skinny poop? Okay. <laughs> sounds great. What? Ew. <laughs> that sounds really I have no gross. idea what he's talking about, but we're going to get there. Okay. So, you may or may not know this, but there is a proven fact that skinny people normally have different poop than obese people. It's the actual, the actual poop part. The content. The, the content. It's the bacteria. <laughs> so you may not realize this, but a lot of your um, poop is actually bacteria. And so there's millions and millions of bacteria currently living in your colon. So you're never alone. Um, <laughs> and they play a huge part in your health. Now, again, Adrian is very interested in gut health. There is a connection between your gut and your brain. As you've said before, there's the largest collection of neurons that are not in your brain or in your gut. So they talk all the time. So let's talk about... So the voices in your head are also the voices in your stomach. Sorry. Exactly. Right. right. And when your stomach is telling you, feed me now, it, it's speaking it really directly to the brain. <laughs> so um, they've actually shown that you can take poop from a skinny person transplant it into a person who is not skinny and they will lose weight so the well, actual poop the actual it's poop. a skinny poop enema skinny poop enema okay all right so it changes okay i'm i'm on board now so it's I'm all okay about the flora Correct. of your gut mm -hmm. and there's a lot of bacteria that are very prevalent in people who are thinner and now this is not the only place where they do things like that. Uh, there's a bacteria called Clostridium difficile, and it is prevalent in a lot of people. And you can get an overgrowth of that whenever you take antibiotics. And then that's a very dangerous situation in which you can actually die from it because the toxins build up in your body and it kills you. 
And so Clostridium is only in your gut. So when they, they give you antibiotics to treat that, they only treat in the gut. But they can also take flora from a, flora from a healthy person and transport it into a via enema. It doesn't go down this way. Because <laughs> that would be bad. Backwards. That would be, that would be yeah, bad. That in the out. And so the bacteria that fights, that, that tries to keep Clostridium in its place, you know, everything about it, it has to work in its place, then puts it back in its place, basically. It kills a lot of those and it just bounces it. back up. So enough about that. <laughs> Let's talk about... No, gonna, there were so many things that came to mind. So many, yes. I, I kept them to a bare minimum, just so we know. <laughs> that's, that's very hard for you. Yes. Sorry. Well, and also, they're obviously a lot of women my age. I'm just going to go ahead and do the old lady thing because I'm the oldest here. <laughs> and say that. As we age, our gut health and our ability to say evacuate poop <laughs> can become more difficult unless we help from top to bottom mm -hmm. adding in different probiotic strains. Yes, it is difficult to get enough probiotics into your system uh, taking them orally. Um, Thus, the rise of the kombucha people. Exactly. <laughs> uh, if you think about it, you can't just give from your mouth. You call it. There's a process, and that process has been designed specifically to kill anything bacteria related. So you, it, it's very difficult to get bacteria past your stomach because, because it's hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid. Yes. Yep, okay. It's very good at killing bacteria, and then you go into the small intestine, which is very basic. So whatever didn't get killed by the hydrochloric acid normally gets killed by the basic side. So you have acid and you have a base. And in between is, you know, seven to 7.5, that's, you know, in the middle, that's neutral. That's basically water. So anyway, if you get at the far end of either one of those, it's very hazardous to anything that is alive. So anyway, that's how your body protects you. So it's very difficult to get probiotics into your body. So you all that money I have been spending on those glorious probiotic and digestive enzyme pills are... Well, no, the digestive enzymes can usually make it through. But... And the kombucha makes it through? I think so. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not because I don't, you know, I haven't done research on that okay. recently. Okay, we'll research so, that. That'll yes. be another show. And, you know, there are some things out there that are designed to get through the stomach, so... Okay, got it. Having said that, let's talk about the stuff that's already there and ways you can develop a better flora for staying thinner. Two that I want to talk about, and I'm hoping I can get these right, because Clostridium difficile Wait, can I put one yes. more definition in there, though, before you go to the yes. big long words that I'm going to black out on? <laughs> the thing, too, when we say words like skinny poop and being thinner, what you have to remember is obesity is the major killer in our country, men, women, because of the things that go along with it. So we really do need to focus on being an appropriate weight, i.e. thin. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want anybody out there saying, well, they're different. They can do that. Or if I get the skinny poop enema, I'll be all better. But <laughs> you've got to remember that. We don't that. currently sell skinny poop enemas, but we're thinking about it. <laughs> we're looking into yes, that. <laughs> yeah, it might be in our product line I'll soon. the camera over. But we're getting one of my kids to be there you the, go. The, the, the put her the, in her. The donator. Oh, the donator or the, the or the putter in her. So okay. many things. Okay, so, okay. No, okay. We're gonna go on. We digress. 
But thin, it's a thin. <laughs> so let's go with uh, Acromancia, um, Eucinophilia, and then there's Cristinelia, Menuda. Those are two, and there's several in that group, but those are two we're going to talk about. And um, those are normally found in people who are thinner um, and usually not found as much in people who are overweight. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not there, but it's just what you have to do is you have to encourage the growth. So there's a lot of ways you can do that. Remember we talked about earlier that if you have an overgrowth of a bad bacteria in your colon, mm -hmm. then you can have a transplant of other bacteria and they fight it out. So in the bacterial world, they're trying to, everybody's trying to dominate, obviously, just like in the human world, mm -hmm. but they're fighting against each other and they keep each other in check, which is why we're all alive. So how do you go about developing more of these bacteria that are good for you? Well, one, believe it or not, is aerobic exercise. Really? Yes. So moving, dancing, walking, running, which I don't do, um, you know, biking, yeah. just some sort of aerobic exercise. It doesn't have to be a lot, but you need to be moving your body aerobically for some period of time. Usually, normally they recommend 30 minutes a day and it doesn't have to all be at the same time. You can do 10 minutes at a time, but you need to have some sort of movement so that you are encouraging those bacteria. Um, another thing that, it, that is good for that is you have um, a lot of foods will help promote that. And Adrian is very good at doing this and she was doing this prior to finding out. And that is, there's a lot of color. So you want a lot of colors. I'm not talking about red dye number five because mm -hmm. we actually have a kid that is sensitive, sensitive. to that. Yes. So <laughs> not, that. <laughs> not that, but other things. So you want to look for things that are red, like red peppers. You want um, red cabbage. Exactly, red, red cabbage. cabbage. Um, you want pumpkins because that's mm -hmm. orange. Red and, onions. Uh, mm -hmm. Red onions, anything that's a color. Anything that yeah. has that mm -hmm. naturally occurring yes. property in it. And you know, green. It's not yes. just, yes. Not just green. Yes. yes. But yes. then you have um, blue algae, you have green algae, you have seaweed, you have uh, purple carrots. Which, <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to launch into was the... Uh, the purple carrot? The, no, the seaweed. <laughs> okay, so uh, we did buy some seaweed. Turns out a little goes a very long very ways. Long a very, way. very long ways. What was the name of that we bought? Spirulina. Spirulina. So green we, spirulina. Green spirulina. Um, there's green spirulina and blue spirulina. Mm -hmm. And when you're making your gin drink, you actually want the blue This is spirulina. important because yeah. it is happy hour. Yes. And as you know, gin is the lowest glycemic index of all of the alcohols. So there you go. Gin drink is good for you. But mm -hmm. the spirulina, um, one serving is two scoops. Mm hmm. <laughs> your scoops. I don't know who can do that. Yeah. Because it, it it's is, like the cinnamon challenge. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like that. It's mm -hmm. like how would you a get all of it into something because know. it it kind right. of makes it like yes. a clay consistency, mm -hmm. which is not appetizing. Unless you but have anyways, like four gallons of water. Yeah, right. you can you can dust it mm -hmm. on things. Right. But that's oh, not interesting. So we'll helpful. make a pretty frothy drink with egg whites and we will dust it with spirulina. Dust it. There you go. <laughs> yes, there you go. yes be. we've been working on this yeah, for your benefit didn't because go we need you to be <laughs> But healthy. it doesn't mean we're going to give up on the idea. No. no. We keep, you know, we may, one Coming day. Coming soon. I have a giant amount of it in a case. Exactly. We have to figure out how to eat it. 
Okay. Anyway, yeah, keep going. Give me something about yeah. it. Yes, um, I will. So, some other things are like uh, cranberries, uh, grapes, black tea, um, fish oil, which doesn't really have a color, but it does help with uh, your your bacteria. Uh, bamboo shoots, flax seeds, and the one thing that we bought that we do like. Yes. Rhubarb extract. The rhubarb extract. Really? Yeah, because it doesn't really taste like much. Right. Okay. Um, rhubarb pie, everybody. Yeah. There you go. And so those things, you know, work together to help mm -hmm. the flora that you want to increase actually increase. So it's basically like, you know, fertilizing your garden and you want to encourage those good ones. And hopefully they will then take over some of the bad ones or the ones, not necessarily bad, but the ones that are not helping you. And there will be a future podcast on the balance of all of these things. But I know we alluded to last week that you have to have essential amino acids in order to build muscle and you have to take on X amount of protein in order to gain, retain muscle. Well, this is going to be the same. You can't just say, I'm going to err on the side of protein because I want to gain muscle. This has to be present as well exactly. for your body to do the job. And what about the kombucha though? Um, I'll be honest, you I know really more about kombucha it. than I do. Okay. I have not searched, researched kombucha. Okay, I'll have to do more research before I tell you whether or not it is good gut health. What about yogurt? Yes, um, yogurt is. It does survive. We hear yogurt. And like I was saying, yeah. there are some things that survive, just not a huge amount survives. Okay. But yes, you're right, it does survive. Yeah, yogurt is definitely one of them. I know that okay. I did research that part because I was like, I've been eating yogurt a long time because they've been telling me it's <laughs> supposedly right. helpful. And that's what um, they tell protein. us women. It's both things. When we mm -hmm. take oh, yeah. antibiotics mm -hmm. is to counter with yes. the yogurt. So we have been talking, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that the additional, um, the apricots. Yes. And the, the prunes are also mm -hmm. helpful with re-upping all of the flora and fauna in your gut after you've had antibiotics. Mm -hmm. So they were saying that once you've had a round of, round of antibiotics that you need to like really work hard on re-upping the good things in your gut. And that's, we just had some kids get on antibiotics. Yeah. So I because the antibiotics don't stuff. care what they're mm -hmm. killing, they just kill bacteria. Right, right, right. So you're rebuilding, reseeding the garden. There you go. <laughs> And those are cheap and easy and they don't taste bad. They're not bad at all. Yeah. No. Like candy. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we were talking about poop. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about how, you know, sometimes you need to do things to help with that process. Yes. Have you heard of a product called fiber? <laughs> yes. You've heard of and this? And I, I take a lot of fiber. For me personally, the mm -hmm. fiber thing doesn't work, but I know it does for Adrian. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she's going to comment so, on that. <laughs> the reason I bring up fiber is because it is really good mm -hmm. at making some of your bacteria drunk. Really? <laughs> really. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. You know, we're talking about gin. Mm -hmm. That gets us drunk. The yes. fiber, you have these bacteria in your mm -hmm. gut that when you in, take in all this fiber, they ferment it. So you need the fibers like that you would take in... in you know, the supplement. the supplement fibers, mm -hmm. those type of things. You can get it from just eating regular fiber, but you really need a supplement because Americans don't get enough fiber. So they take that fiber and they ferment it. So they're making alcohol. They're right? making alcohol. <laughs> I know, unfortunately, it's not enough for you to like get a, a buzz on. 
Yeah, Feel so, the burn. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to drink fiber and then half hour later be, you know, getting a DUI. <laughs> Unless, of course, you drank a lot of alcohol with that. Yeah. <laughs> you so, mixed it in. That's exactly. right. That's right. Um, and so, but in that process, they produce these things called short-chain fatty acids. Okay. Okay, and these short-chain fatty acids, what they do is they um, are anti-inflammatory in nature, and they also release... Um, transmitters like neurotransmitters and, and other things that talk to your brain to make you not as hungry so sounds great right right everybody's going to start taking a ton of fiber there's only one downside what's that as they're producing the fermentation well you know what is yeah you do get the bubbles yeah so that's part of it so work that out however you need to <laughs> you know um do you have an amount per day though because for example usually i'm consuming at least four cups of mm -hmm. green dark green leafy which is not really light good. you know yeah salad type fibery mm -hmm. Usually a fresh fruit, not a whole bunch, <laughs> not a, not yeah. a couple yeah, we pieces. We got some plums the other day that are amazing. Yeah, you try those? Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Um, Costco. <laughs> and if you'd like to be I'll a be going sponsor, there. Be give me this. a call. Um, about 30 grams a day of, of fiber would really help. So if you can, and that's not a lot whenever you're talking about the fiber supplements. It's not mm -hmm. like you have to put a ton in there. But if you can add an extra 30 grams a day then that will help with the process and do it slowly. If you've never <laughs> taken fiber before, yeah. don't run out and just put in a tablespoon of fiber and drink that because it's not going to go the way you planned. Exactly. Well, it is going to go the way you planned. Your, your day will not go the way. As long to as some... you wear some type of um, mm -hmm. undergarment that will let's just say abdominal discomfort mm -hmm. about that and possibly other discomforts that <laughs> we'll talk about and I, off there and i know <laughs> that you're going here because yeah. you can't and again what i've seen over 30 years i'm sure what mark's mm -hmm. seen over 30 years and you over a couple She's of years left yeah. is that to me it seems like again i'm have lived in america so mm -hmm. i'm going to say the american population they want the one hit wonder. Mm -hmm. So they're gonna go for tons of fiber and become constipated because they didn't take in enough mm, water. water. <laughs> Real water, water, water. 72 ounces, just water. Per week, Not... right? <laughs> bad man. He's bad at this. Yeah, I'm it's not Diet Coke, nor is, is that it coffee. Leader? No, no. no. <laughs> and I did recently certify well, as a bartender, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> as a nutrition coach through an ASM, and some of their research has led to the fact that they are actually saying, okay, well, we will count your coffee, even though caffeine is a diuretic. But I still say, as a nutrition coach, have your coffee separate from. Yeah. From your water. Just water. So what I'm hearing is that the certification board is saying it's okay. The yeah, they're saying, saying no. This is saying no. I'm going against it. I'm <laughs> saying that if you're one of our clients, you will be instructed. Yeah, and that makes sense. Well, I mean, you definitely need the water. And it's also all the things you add to your coffee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
there are a few people in this world that drink black coffee is all I gotta say. Oh, that's mm -hmm. true. A lot so of people it's not like you're having coffee bro. and you're you're just having the caffeine. Mm -hmm. You're also mm -hmm. having either a fake sugar or real sugar. You're Bring having a milk or an oil mm -hmm. or a whatever it is that yeah. you're adding to it. So, yeah. It definitely all adds in. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like you were saying, there's no one thing that's going to fix everything. No. Right. So this is part of a larger puzzle. Mm -hmm. Your body so, is very complicated. Yeah, it is. And the minute you start to change something, just like your body wants to just normalize and go back to exactly where it was. And so we talked. <laughs> your body is anti-change. It is anti-change. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you know how we talked about on the podcast where we were discussing um, setting a lower set point. Right. And you needed to like lose weight slower, like 200 calories a week. Yeah. 200 calories a day. A day, yeah. Um, and you needed to do... Drop 200 calories, drop. not eat 200 calories. Yes, not, <laughs> eat not eat. Two, you know, yes. to 2,000. Yes, you need, uh, you mm -hmm. need to... Because reduce. in order to get all of this in, you've got to eat 2,000 yes. calories you almost. To eat. Instead of reducing mm -hmm. by like 500, reduce by like 200. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then at the same time, if you do that along with, with exercise, mm -hmm. just like exercise helps with your skinny flora, it also helps you to get a new set point. And so what you're looking for is to make sure that your body gets to that next set point so that it's not fighting to get back where it was. Um, and when you do, because honestly, once you get to a certain weight, a lot of people don't really go up and down a lot. They just stick right there. And it's because their body has that mm -hmm. set point and mm -hmm. it's weird. You just are stuck. And so to get unstuck, there's a couple things you have to do. And so that's one of it. And, yeah. and you know, those are the type of things that we can work you through uh, with the program and especially mm -hmm. with, with the community. Um, cause you can have these discussions with people about how it sucks to be stuck and how you're trying to get out of it and they can support you as you go. Right. And also just on a personal note, Adrian and I both have been, we hit for me, it was the death of my father and prior to, and the time and energy it took and the attention I did not pay to my eating, um, or drinking. Mm -hmm. And I gained a good bit of, of fat weight. And some of it was that I wasn't getting to work out as much as I had prior to. But it has taken, I want to say July, August, half of September. Really, in these past two months, I've finally, today, gotten to the place where I have... 10 pounds to go, but my inches, every dimension of my body has changed. Things have not necessarily toned up. I'm a firm believer in we, when we eradicate the fat that's covering the muscle, mm -hmm. everybody sees the nice six pound abs kind of things. Yeah. But we both did it exactly the way that we prescribe, which is balance, slower, mm -hmm. let's gain muscle while we lose fat by raising our metabolic rate and creating an environment in our body that is healthy, fun, um, life-sustaining and sustainable. Mm -hmm. Because I don't care what you call it. I hate that I've always hated the word diet, but mm -hmm. now everybody is calling it something. You must pay attention. And if you pay attention, you will be satisfied when you eat. Yeah. And you will, if you have enough water, you won't have dehydration issues that cause headaches. 
sleeplessness, so many things. Mm-hmm. But it's everything and it's all around. And in these podcasts, we're just going to try to take one little piece. Skinny poop today's piece. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. What are the things? So we need the mm-hmm. proper gut the pro- the environment. Proper gut, yeah. mm-hmm. Then we need to exercise. We yep. need to take in water. Mm-hmm. Can you see that I'm looking at notes across the table? She's doing a good job. <laughs> I was just saying, so what? Because that's my handwriting. It's pretty bad. <laughs> just like a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> because he is. Yeah. And so, it, what, are the, what are the other just on our gut Oh, and, and, and try not to take antibiotics if you can yes, help it. Yeah. Help they it. mess you mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Because I mean, we've been told that a while, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, now it's, I think, even more important and then focusing if you do have to do it on eating the correct things to get yourself back because as you were saying taking antibiotics can throw this off and then there's actually research that shows that it can cause you to gain weight because the bacteria is messed up well not messed up it's it's out of balance balance, Mm -hmm. and so and then that causes the problems with Mm -hmm. you're not metabolizing things properly or you know you're not getting the right signals to your brain and it just it's been shown to cause increase in weight. Yes, it's a it's a threefold body, mind, spirit process. Mm-hmm. And um, so far away from me. I know. Uh-huh. We, we still may have <laughs> um, Darn, I lost my train of thought. You'll get it back, don't worry. Yes, yes, but so for proper gut flora, we need, we need to be eating colorful, fiberful, yeah. And mm-hmm. supplementing the, the fiber, yeah. mm-hmm. drinking water, exercising, mm-hmm. and maybe researching that enema. <laughs> Coming soon to a store near you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're going to have to rename it, is all you have to Yeah, it's not going to. Nobody's going to Nobody's going to do that. Well, thanks, guys, for coming. We enjoyed being with you again, and we will get more information as soon as we find out. See you guys again soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us again at Ease Lifestyle Renovation. Be sure to check out the website at easelifestylerenovation.com.